My name is Zaria and welcome to Plant with Z, a podcast all about house plants, gardening, and how not to kill every plant you touch. Let's get planting. Today, we are diving into beginner plants and some tips and hacks I use to keep my plants alive. Well, for the most part. Since this is my first time chatting with you all, I've decided to talk about some mandatory basic terminology that comes with plant care, lighting and watering. Not all plants are the same. Even the same species of plants can have very differing care requirements. While one plant may like bright light, another prefers a less than sunny spot. Other plants may enjoy good watering every week, while others would prefer to be left alone for weeks. As you learn more and more about plants, you'll find that many plants are harder to care for than others, and many have special needs like distilled water, added humidity, or an abundance of fertilizer. Let's begin with lighting. Lighting is one of, if not the most important thing to consider when you first get into plants. What do you have available, and how do you know what kind of lighting you have at your disposal? I like to use this simple method when determining lighting, and that is a compass and just looking out your window. All our windows aren't the same, and they can be on every which side of the house. North, east, south, and west windows give off all different types of lighting. Knowing what kind you have is super important. North-facing windows give off the bare minimum amount of light, and different direct sunlight is scarce here. East and west windows are kind of a middle ground, with east windows getting morning sun and west windows getting the evening sun. South-facing windows are like east and west windows combined. They receive an abundant amount of lighting and are perfect for your bright, light-loving pants. One thing to remember, though, is how much light is actually coming into your windows. Buildings, trees, and curtains can all block the light's path making it into your windows. Taking this into consideration is extremely important, which is why I like to utilize looking from a plant's eye view. What exactly can your your plant see? Buildings and trees or an open or partial sky? Partial sky and open sky is what you really wanna look for when you're looking for lighting for your plants. When you have a bright open sky, you know that your plants are getting an abundant amount of sun. Buildings that block your plants, trees with a lot of foliage can block the light that's coming into your plants. And while you may have a south facing window that would receive a bunch of uh, light when there's an open sky, buildings and trees can block that. And it's more like a north facing window when you have those blockages. Sorry about the train sounds. I unfortunately live very close to a train yard. Now let's talk about watering. Often the culprit of a happy or a sad plant and the downfall of plant parents, beginner and experienced alike. It's important to remember that all plants have their own agenda and their own care. While a cactus or a succulent will only want to be watered once maybe every three weeks to four weeks, a plant like a pothos or a devil's ivy may want a little more water. And a plant like a fern, who enjoys a very moist environment, will want to be watered every couple days. Something to remember though, is the environment you keep your plant in will also affect how it needs to be cared for. 
plants that receive a lot of light may need more watering compared to your lower light buddies. A human environment also calls for less watering. Checking your soil with a finger, a toothpick, or a soil moisture gauge is essential into knowing what your, when your plants need to drink. While many plants will do just fine with tap water, many plants like calatheas, marantas, and some ferns would rather die than be watered with tap water. And I mean that literally. Now that we have some basic knowledge about watering and lighting, we can apply that to plants that work best for you. So let's talk about some beginner plants that are great for beginner plant parents and experienced ones too. So number one, snake plants. Snake plants are low light and low water, which means you can sit them down and leave them. I water mine about once every three to four weeks. I have like three of them and they're for the most part in low light areas of my room. They don't have much view of the sky and I don't water them often, which makes them great for beginner plant parents. Number two, pothos or devil's ivy. These are extremely common and come in many varieties. I myself have about four different varieties of devil's ivy. They're beautiful and they're trailing and they're so easy to care for. They can take a lot. They prefer any kind of lighting really. I have one in a bright light area, one in a medium light area, and one in a low light area. For example, I do have one that's right up on the sun, right there at the uh, beginning of my window, and I have another sitting right next to my snake plant. And as I said before, snake plants are pretty low light. I keep mine in low light, and my pothos is doing great. Another great thing about these plants is they're fast growing. These things grow like weeds, especially when you fertilize them. I water mine about once every two weeks, and they usually let you know when they do need a water because they'll curl just a tad. Number three, peace lilies. Some may say these plants are kind of finicky, but I think that people just don't pay attention. These plants can take all kinds of light. I keep mine actually in a pretty medium light area, but they can take low light and high light very easily. Now, I consider mine to be medium light, but the reason many people say they can be finicky is because they're a bit dramatic. Peacelies are known for drooping over and practically looking dead when they need a water. And that's what they need, a water. And they'll let you know, they'll perk right back up. But I would say, that when you let them fall over, when you know that it's time to water, don't let them be like that for too long or it'll cause damage or they'll dry out. And you don't want that. Number four, philodendron. The philodendrons are honestly pretty much the same thing as pothos. They're kind of like cousins. The difference is they have kind of bigger leaves, heart shapes, and just a smaller bit less available to find. Although they're really readily available, I haven't seen any in a Lowe's, Home Depot, or a Walmart, but you could probably find one if you looked hard enough. These plants can take all forms of light. I have mine in a highlight area, but you can keep them pretty much anywhere as long as there's some bit of light coming in. 
But if you want yours to grow as fast as a pothos, which they can, keep it in a highlight area. I water mine about once every two weeks and they'll let you know too. Their leaves will curl, their soil dries out, they're ready for a water. Although they can, like snake plants, can handle a little bit less water. You might forget a day or two, maybe even a week, they'll be fine. Just don't let them dry out for too long. Number five, syngoniums. These plants, also known as arrowhead plants, are what I like to call the grandmother's plant. My grandmother has many of these and she's had plenty of them. Syngoniums come in so many different varieties and you can pretty much find these everywhere. Lowe's, Home Depot, Walmart. I have many different varieties. One that's pink, one that's dark green, one that's light green, one that's even brown. Syngoniums can take all different kinds of light, but they're kind of marketed as low light plants, but they would prefer a brighter light area. I keep my syngonium in a bright light area, and like pothos and philodendrons, these plants grow like weeds. I water mine um, about every two weeks, but like the peace lily, these plants can be dramatic. They'll droop over, let you know they need to be watered, but not often. I do have one that won't droop over at all. When it needs to be watered, I have to check it, while others will droop over, they'll let you know. Checking the soils is essential in making sure these plants get enough light, I mean soil that they need. Next, we have palms. Medium to highlight, medium water. Um, palms, I have specifically a parlor palm, enjoys pretty much medium light. I keep mine about three feet away from the window and it's fine. I water mine once every two weeks, it's fine. Then we have the dumb cane, kind of less known, but coming on its way up in the houseplant wor world, it's the perfect plant for a beginner. They like all different kinds of light, although marketed as low light plants, and they're pretty low water. I let mine dry completely out before I give it a water, and he's great. Eight, cacti. Now, these plants are probably the plant that most everyone starts out with, and for good reason. One thing to remember is these plants like high, high, high light. They won't tolerate medium light, they won't tolerate low light. I put mine right up on the windowsill. They're doing great. Watering these plants do not take a lot of water. I water mine once a month, maybe twice. Watering is really important with these plants and making sure you don't water them too often is important to keeping a healthy plant. Number nine, philodendron monstera. Like the philodendron, the regular one, this plant isn't, uh, um, this plant is not, sorry, I'm sorry. This plant is actually kind of like a tree. It doesn't just vine. It's more of like something that, I mean, well, it is a vining plant, but it's more so a tree like the palm. So I water mine maybe once every two weeks. Like the philodendron, it can take a lot and they're beautiful. These plants have splits in the leaves and they're wonderful for those who just want a great big plant that grows fast, 
looks beautiful, but it's easy to care for. These plants can be used as centerpieces and they grow great and well when you have them in highlight areas. One thing to note is I would not really consider these plants low light plants. They can be, but they won't grow as fast as you'd like if they do. If you put them in highlight areas, water them well when they need, these plants grow big and beautiful. Another plant I like to call a beginner plant is the rubber tree. Now, rubber trees, also kind of called peperomias, rubber trees are a bit like cacti. These plants take a low amount of water, but they do like high light. If you give them their light, they're fine. They're perfectly fine. I water mine once every maybe three to four weeks, and it does well. I don't have to worry about it. It's fine. Those plants are some beginner plants that I would suggest. So let's talk about plants I would not suggest for beginner plant parents. All plants are different, and it's really important when you um, buy plants that you know what you can and can't handle. A plant may look beautiful in the store. You take it home. Two weeks later, it's in the trash bin. I've had that happen to me plenty of times. So let's talk about plants I would not recommend for beginner plant parents. Number one, calatheas. Calatheas, they're beautiful. They, their leaves open and close with the sun, but they're one of the most finicky plants I have ever cared for. Now, some species of calathea are easier than others, but for the most part, these plants, one, do not like tap water. I have to water my plants with distilled or rainwater. And that's super important because these plants will literally croak over before they take on tap water. Number two, ferns. I did get a fern when I was a beginner plant parent, but ferns, for one, like high, high, high humidity. So you'd have to get a humidifier if you wanted to keep it from not getting crispy, crispy leaves. And they like a lot of water. If you miss a watering once, crisp. They crisp up like um, sizzling bacon and they'll be gone. So um, some species of ferns are easier than others. I have a lemon button fern that hasn't crisped up at all. It's pretty fine. Maidenhair ferns, however, are probably one of the hardest ferns I've ever had to take care of. They need water constantly and continuously. Marantas are a different kind of calathea, and these plants are an easier type of calathea, but they are just as finicky. Another plant that I would not suggest for beginner plant parents are alocasias. Alocasias or elephant ears, what many people call them, as an indoor house plant are one of the most finicky plants I have ever owned. What many people mistake about these plants is the watering. These plants like moist water, but not soggy water. So it's kind of difficult to keep their watering schedule great without overwatering them, but also not underwatering them because the second you underwater them, death, they're gone. One of the top plants I would not suggest for beginner plant parents is a fiddle leaf fig. Recently, these plants have grown in popularity and for many good reasons. They're beautiful. 
But like calatheas and alocasias, they like high humidity. They don't like regular water. They need a lot of water and they need a lot, a lot of bright light. Another plant, while very, very accessible and pretty much everywhere, that I don't recommend for beginner plant parents is succulents. Succulents are easily found, but many people don't have a lot of success with them, and that is because of their watering. Like cacti, they don't like a lot of water, and the second you water them too much, they get root rot and they die, which is pretty much every beginner plant parent's first mistake is overwatering a plant, and succulents, they won't handle overwatering in the slightest. These are a few plants that I do not recommend for beginner plant parents, and I hope you take my advice. That's all I have today for you guys. Once again, I would like to thank you all for listening, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.